Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Welcome back to the Bad Movie Cult podcast, everybody. My name is Dominic Lawton. I am joined by Mr. Ken B. Wild. You are indeed. Here I am, and welcome back to everyone. Happy Halloween, everybody. Or well, <laughs> Halloween month, at least. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start early. This week, we're doing the 1992 Peter Manoogian film, Demonic Toys. For 66 years, evil has been waiting. Watching. Wanting. For someone to play with its toys. It's the toys. Someone's inside the toys. Oopsie Daisy. Before the night is through, I'll be born in a human body. Flesh and blood. Demonic toys. Playtime has begun. This has got a, an IMDb rating of 5 out of 10. And a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 29%. Yeah, it's um, Full Moon. It is. Full Moon production. Is this the first time we've done a Full Moon? It certainly is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it won't be the last. Absolutely not. Um, I know somebody uh, who's got a Full Moon subscription. And with that, you get 12 Blu-rays sent to you. It's a yearly subscription. You get to just pick any 12. <laughs> That's how many there are that they could just afford to give you 12. That's an absolute metric shit ton of stuff from Full Moon, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Most of them are all connected. I was going to well. say, they're all pretty much the same film. Yeah, yeah. It's Charles Band, isn't it? And his it obsession is. with tiny dolls and things. Yeah. Was it Ginger Dead Man as well? Was that? Oh, full yes. Moon? That's a Full Moon one. Yeah. Gary Boosie. Yeah. Yeah. Doll Man. He Correct. actually did a spin off yeah. Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I love the first Doll Man. That's a very good film. Yeah. Yeah, really enjoy that one. Well, as I say, this one, directed by Peter Manoogian, he also directed Arena, which he is did. a film that we've, we we have covered, which will be released... Somewhere in the vaults, isn't it? Yeah, it's, in, it's locked in the vault somewhere, <laughs> ready for release. It says, original idea by Charles Band, so he's just thrown that out there. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, you watch this, there is nothing original about this film. No. <laughs> it's an like original idea by Charles Band about eight films ago, yeah. when he started making these kind of films. Yeah, and also slightly child's play. Well, very, very slightly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> very slightly, the whole first half hour. <laughs> yeah. You know who wrote this? No, the screen, the scriptwriter was. Oh no, I can't remember. David S. Goya, who wrote all of Nolan's Batman films. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think Batman was based on an original idea by Charles Band. Yes, I believe so. <laughs> Which I don't know if anyone knows that out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was also going to direct this before Peter Manoogian was brought in. Why did they bring him in? Seen Arena, obviously. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> It was originally titled Dangerous Toys, but later changed to Demonic Toys after a rock band of the same name issued a cease and desist claim against them. Yeah, I remember that band. Yeah, it was us, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We were called sex toys. And we <laughs> dangerous sex toys. That was us, yeah. Yeah, got the voltage wrong. We've got a plot for you, Ken. Okay, is this an original plot? It is. Yeah, a botched bust. Hmm? More more about that later. <laughs> On a pair of arms dealers inadvertently leads to the raising of a sixty-six-year-old demon with the power to bring toys to life. Oh, God. Isn't it always? It's a tale as old as time. Yeah, you've got to be careful about these busts. Yeah. You botch them, and that's what happens. Exactly. Some key words. Mm Mm-hmm. Got pregnancy. Oh, yes. Dolls. Of course. Exploding head. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Decapitation. Oh, yes. Decapitatus. Nipples visible through clothing. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks for noticing. (laughs) Big breasts. <laughs> and I cannot lie. <laughs> Bare breasts. Oh, even better. Female nudity. Oh, yes. Now you're, now you're ticking the boxes. And blood. Blood. Couple of tag... Well, three taglines for you. Okay. Playtime has begun. Yeah, that's all right. It's not all right, bad. I suppose, yeah. For 66 years, evil has been watching. That's too long already, then. Waiting nah. and wanting for someone to play with it. <laughs> 66 years he's been waiting for yeah. someone to play with it. It's a sad man's penis. <laughs> Tagline. That was the original title of the film before Dangerous Toys. It's one of Ken's, that one. <laughs> you were very sad in that. Yeah, I know, yeah. And the last tagline is they want to play with you. <laughs> Me? You. Bloody hell. Uh, I think the first one's the best one. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Crack straight into it or what? Yeah, let's let's do it, let's do it. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Film starts with a dream, as they often do. Yeah, I know, yeah. Got two kids, they're sitting on the floor, playing a card game called War, and there's a woman just watching them. Rocking chairs, just rocking on their own, nobody even in them. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, man, this must be a dream. One of the kids has glowy green eyes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I didn't like him, to be honest. No. I don't really like kids in films. No? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Not as an adult now. Not now that I'm grown, obviously, as a kid. It was probably quite good. Mm. But no, I don't really. No. I'll tell you who I blame. Bob from House by the Cemetery. (laughs) I'm kind of blaming him. Peter Bark. (laughs) (laughs) No, real kids, I mean. What's wrong? I'm your son. Michael! There's an and in the credits. And... Pete Shrum as Charnetsky. <laughs> All right, yeah, Pete. Do you know who Pete Shrum is? What what else he's been in? He's Charnetsky. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what other film he's been in? Uh, no, go on. He was the shotgun wielding bartender in Terminator Two. Was he now? You know they kind of let you take the man's wheels, son. That guy. After oh, he's yeah. just seen Arnie walking naked, he thought, and beating up an entire biker gang, he thinks, you know what? I'm going to start on him now. <laughs> Now's the time. Is it, is it his sunglasses then that Arnie wears for the rest of the film? It is, yeah. And Pete Shrum as sunglass-wielding barman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so there you go, Pete Shrum. Yeah, but this was before that, wasn't it? Eight, what's this, 84? Yeah, it is. No, 92, oh, isn't 92, it? Oh, it's after it, then. Is it? Not, well, it's the same year, I think, yeah. isn't it? 92, yeah, 91, yeah. 92, yeah, 92. Well, he was busy, only that year. Bloody hell. <laughs> Charnetsky and a barman. He's definitely got the better lines in this one, though. I like. I love some of his lines in this. Yeah, he does. He, oh, he gets more than one line for a start. <laughs> yeah, he's got some <laughs> best. Yeah, that's true. Just on volume, it's better. Yeah. 
Anyway, yeah, we meet Judith Gray and Matt Cable. Their two officers are on a, a bust. They're dating, I think. They're married. He's got a wedding ring on, that guy, so I'm assuming they're married. I thought it was fiancé. Oh, really? Yeah, He's I'm got sure they mention fiancé later My on. God. Hey, man, they're cops. Nobody knows what goes through a cop's head except another cop. And obviously this deal that's going down that they're undercover on, it's taking place outside the Toyland warehouse. Yeah. And they talk about this dream, doesn't she? She mentions the dream. Mm. He starts mentioning all stuff about Freudian. Don't know what else he was going to expand upon that. I don't know whether Charles Band had ideas about Freudian dreams and so on, but uh, we don't get to hear about it anyway. We don't get to hear any of his any of his crazy crazy theories about this dream, mm. of which he said he's got loads. Yeah, bullshit. He's <laughs> making that up, wasn't he? Just trying to impress her. Well, yeah, she's she's saying to him like, "You you are an idiot. I can't believe I'm asking you if you want kids, and you don't even know what I'm saying to you." Yeah, and he's like. Yeah, he's talking about having kids. Yeah. Which, which is true. That is exactly what she's saying. But and, and he responded. He was like, oh, yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. He, he says, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, we could. We'd get married and have kids. Yeah. Okay. Sorted. You know, he's not like gone, Ugh, or anything like that. Uh, it turns out that she actually is pregnant. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's de- fucking delighted with it. He is, actually, isn't he? Yeah. He's really pleased about it. You know, he's 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 a he's a good guy. He's a stand-up guy, although with that wedding ring on, I didn't notice that. So yeah. maybe, maybe I've, and his Freudian bullshit that he comes yeah. up with, trying to pretend he's intelligent. And he is, in fact, sitting down. Stand-up guy, sitting down. Ah, very clever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was stood up when she said she was pregnant. Thought they got out of the car. <laughs> Just stands up in the car. <laughs> yeah, it's a roof down. Bangs his head. <laughs> oh, shit. Imagine that, the roof's down. He's just standing up for no reason. That's <laughs> when you get shocked, isn't it? <laughs> Involuntarily stand. He said, uh, you should have told me. I would have never let you come along to this. And uh, too late anyway, because the car's turned up. Yeah. We meet um, Lincoln and Hess, are these two fucks. I've noticed in the background, I like looking at graffiti. Yeah, that uh, they've obviously like they've put there. You would imagine for the for the film, and uh, there's a someone's graffitied Pink Floyd. Was it on the wall? It is. Ah! <laughs> yes, of course. This is oh. why you tune into this podcast, people. Oh, that's not set up, everyone. That's just comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did anyway. They, they, it was on the wall. Yeah. Oh, of course it was. Where else would we be? <laughs> Actually, he's on the shutters. That's ruined the joke, but, you know. Got to be factual, haven't we? Don't want to go on emails. (laughs) When, oh, when. (laughs) It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. The confrontation with the gun dealers now. Uh, Hess uh, is chewing chewing gum in just absolutely horrific the way he's doing it. Yeah. He's putting his tongue through it, and it's horrible to watch. He's supposed to be uh, the scumbag, though, isn't he? Yeah, because he starts, like, flirting with Judith. He's the henchman, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I think, I don't check the trivia, but I think he's borrowed uh, Patrick Swayze's hair from Roadhouse for this scene. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, You've got to dress up for these yeah, sort of things, I, I haven't honestly you? think he has. I think fair play to him. Looks lovely. Matt says, you going to show us something or are you going to stand here and jerk us off all night? He says, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> he says, yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I would actually. Yeah, I would. 
<laughs> and they all just yeah. look around at each other. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, Lone Wolf McQuaid comes in to end this handjob session <laughs> before he gets too far. Uh, Lincoln says, I love this guy. Yeah, I'm going to show you something. So it's all of this is like dialogue from one of Ken's films so far. <laughs> Except I wasn't lucky enough to have Tracy Scoggins in it as yeah. Judith. <laughs> yes. Um, they show them the, the guns, the knockoffs from Indonesia, clean as a whistle or a baby's bottom, he says, and looks at <laughs> Judith for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> He's got her ass out. <laughs> like, oh, that's clean. Jiggling the booty. <laughs> uh, 40 grand for the lot he wants. And then Matt decides uh, now's the time to just start shooting people. <laughs> He's a policeman. <laughs> he just as soon as he's 40 grand for the lot, takes his gun out and shoots Hess in the stomach. Lincoln shoots Matt, kills him. Big close-up on Judith's face as she checks him. She's crying, obviously, because he's dead. She does shout bastards, though. Yeah. She's nice. Bastards! <laughs> That's it, like that. Uh, Lincoln and Hess, they hide themselves inside the, the Toyland warehouse. A bit of child's play going on here. They split up, and by split up, I mean Lincoln kicks him down the stairs away from him. Yeah, it's a shame. Judith, she goes in after him. Meanwhile, in the security office... We meet the security guard, Charnetsky. It's Charnetsky, played, of course, by Peter Shrum. He's putting an order in at the chicken delivery service run by his best friend, Mark. <laughs> Mark's an odd one, isn't he? He's a weird character, isn't he? I mean, I'm guessing he was supposed to be the hero in this, wasn't he? I guess so. He's a bit of a continent. He's a totally pathetic twat, isn't yeah. he? Yes. Anyway, here's Mark. He's a rebel without a cause. Working at the old chicken shack. Mark's got a little mate there that works with him. He answers the phone and Mark's like, that's going to be Charnetsky. He rings this time every week. He answers the phone, this other little geek. And uh, Charnetsky says, get off the phone, hammerhead. <laughs> Let me talk to Mark. That's Charnetsky, straight to the point. Yeah, and Mark's like, what do you want? And he says, the regular, legs and breasts, none of that wings shit. Bring me plenty of honey. You assholes always skimp on that. What's up, Charnetsky? The regular. Legs and breasts, none of that wings shit. And bring me plenty of honey for my fucking roll this time. You assholes always skimp on that. Would you like that extra crispy or chunk style? Take a guess. Chunk style. That's my boy. I get off your fucking ass and bring me my food. Got it. He's also not very good at smack talk, Mark. Whilst he's getting Charnetsky's order ready, smoking whilst he's doing it, just using his hands to put the chicken in the box, his manager comes in and says, Mr. Wayne, is that a cigarette in your mouth? This is a classic comeback, though, from <laughs> yeah. Mark. And Mark says, no, it's your dick. <laughs> <laughs> to which the manager says, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> puts it away. Yeah. It's very unhygienic, isn't it? It is. The whole place. Sure, to be honest, what would be more unhygienic? <laughs> a cigarette or his manager's dick? <laughs> in his in own the, mouth. In the chicken production line. Yeah, as he's as he's like doing your order. He's just got someone's <laughs> dick in his mouth. <laughs> Wasn't that the second window, would you? <laughs> Oh, you know, you go online, you can check the hygiene rating of a place and you can see what they've been marked against. Imagine reading that. That would be one of them, yeah, on TripAdvisor. <laughs> yeah. I got served chicken by someone who had a dick in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Three stars. Still plenty of honey. <laughs> Mr. Wayne, 
Mr. Wayne? Is that a cigarette in your mouth? No. It's your dick. With that witty response, he fucks off in, in a car with a big chicken on the top it of is, it. It is, yeah. It's a massive chicken on top, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine driving around in that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking mental. He's got big red eyes as well, hasn't it? Like yeah. a demon chicken. Yeah. Driving around in that. <laughs> Bloody ridiculous. What if there's wind? What if there's a storm? Yeah. Rubbish. Uh, meanwhile, Hess, he finds a spot with a big... It's like a big, like, spotlight on it. Yeah, that's the best place to go, isn't it? Yeah, and, cl- like, crawls... I think I'm going to crawl underneath this spotlight. Uh, Judith, by the way, who's on his trail, um, she has found a, a little bit of blood. She's found a blood trail. She does what everybody used to do back in those days, which was uh, touch Finger the blood. Finger it. Yeah. Touch the blood and uh, have a little taste of it to see if it's blood. Yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> in case it's strawberry sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on the floor of a warehouse. Maybe Charnetsky's honey. <laughs> yeah, you never know, do you? <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's blood. She knows blood when she licks it up. Laps it up. <laughs> That's the blood of a henchman, she says. <laughs> yeah, he finds this this spotlight anyway, Hess, and uh, he's bleeding out in there as well. Notices all the dolls around him, and he laughs. <laughs> Fucking toys. Yeah, that's what I say. Christmas when I go shopping. Yeah, that's what I say. Usually, I've not been shot. You know, I'd have other things on my mind. <laughs> I'd be criticising the surroundings if I'd just been shot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but the blood seems to bring the fucking toys to fucking life. Of course it fucking does. It's like the floor, it starts to glow, doesn't it? And, mm. all, and all that rubbish, and uh, it's nothing at all like Charles' play. No. No, very, very uh, original idea <laughs> yes. from Charles' band. Uh, Judith and Lincoln, they have a bit of a fight. Judith ends up winning and cuffing him to a desk, or it's like a... Is it a desk, or it's a... Like racking or yeah, something. It's, just, it's a, a very easily movable shelving unit. Yeah, that's it. it yeah, <laughs> very lightweight. Uh, one of the toys, actually, when, when we're like panning through the toys before he says "fucking toys," uh, one of them looks like Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, it's good to have him back. It's yeah. uh, un- uncredited. I've checked. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was him. Well, maybe it was. Anyone? Did anyone get one of these back in 1990? <laughs> the Cuba Gooding Jr. Action, action figure. figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> yeah. Cuba Gooding Senior sold separately. <laughs> yeah, the old family. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Cuba Gooding Jr. The Cuba Gooding Jr. playset. <laughs> yeah, it's like Sylvanian families. <laughs> it's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Uh, the toys, that sur- they start surrounding Hess. Yeah, they start surrounding him. There's like three of them. Yeah, really, isn't there? And the first one is it's a it's a Jack in the Box called Jack Attack. Nice. That the the, uh, the little handle starts going round and he shoots up and it's like a clown on a like a spring, isn't it? And he's got a, a rattle. It's like a snake body, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like a rattlesnake, but it's an actual rattle. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's a toy. Yeah, got a, like big annoying laugh as well and starts uh, takes takes bites out of uh, Hess's face. There's a bear one called Grizzly Teddy. Yeah, nice one. Bites two of his fingers off. Yeah. Uh, the green-eyed kid turns up, thanks him for waking him up, saying that they're going to have a lot of fun tonight. And then there's a little robot guy called Mr. Static. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name, isn't it? Turns up and shoots lasers at him. Yeah. And kills him. He's got bloody lasers. What's the point of the others if this one could just shoot you and kill you? We've got Mr. Static, a demonic toy robot with real shooting lasers and flamethrower. Not at all similar to uh, the flamethrower puppet. 
in the Puppet, Puppet Master, Master series, of course. <laughs> uh, Jack Attack, evil Jack in the box with a grotesque killer clown face attached to it. Mm-hmm. And Grizzly Teddy, <laughs> the monstrous <laughs> teddy bear. <laughs> Grizzly fucking Teddy. It ain't same fucked anyway, he's dead. Hi, guy. <gasps> Thanks for coming. I've been sleeping for a long time, waiting for someone just like you to wake me. We're going to have a lot of fun here tonight, friend. We're going to raise hell. <laughs> uh, Judith and Lincoln, they get locked inside the storage closet. He's um, he's claiming entrapment, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if it is. I mean, we'll find out in a minute. Yeah. The police are on their way. <laughs> she's on the, she's on her way, <laughs> running late. Yeah, I'm not sure it is. That's how they get caught, isn't it? Everyone, like every every. It's undercover. Um, it's, it's different, isn't yeah. it? Undercover and entrapment's two different things. Yeah. Charnetsky hears them, but assumes it's his movie that he's watching. Do you know what the movie is? He's watching. Of course I do. I saw it. I was watching it myself. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Puppet Master, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Watching Puppet, little little one for the fans there. Little cheeky one there from Charles. Mark arrives at the warehouse with uh, Charnetsky's food, the big fucking chicken mobile that he's in. Rings the intercom. That you, kid? And uh, Mark says, no, it's the Hillside Strangler. Let me in. That's a weird reference, I mm, thought. That is a very odd reference. It is. I, I didn't really get why he's saying that one. No. I like Charnesky's response. He just put, says, hold your pants on. <laughs> anyway, he goes inside and they have a they have a beer. Check out that month's centrefold. Mark licks the page. Mm, of the that's... like, What's he been doing with that, Charnesky, before yeah, Mark's licked it? I don't know. Covered in honey. <laughs> Charnetsky's special he, honey. He didn't skimp on the honey. <laughs> and as Mark's looking at it and he licks it, Charnetsky says, brings a tear to your eye, doesn't it? And he says, yeah, and something else. And they both laugh. What does he mean? I have no idea. His dick's crying. <laughs> sad man's penis. There we go. There it is. <laughs> uh, sad man's penis may make more of an appearance later on in the episode. <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> Uh, Mark moans about his boss, and Charnetsky tells him that the world is a toilet, and all the people in it are assholes. Hmm. Assholes aren't in the toilet, are they? <laughs> the analogies in this film are ridiculous. Yeah, make more sense if you said people are shit, because then shit, because we're in the toilet. The world's the toilet, and we're all shit yeah. in it, aren't we? You yeah, know, that that would make more sense. Anyway, you know, I didn't write it, did I? I can't remember the the world is a toilet and all people are sh- assholes in Batman. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say there was no lines like that in the Batman films. No. Or um, is that a cigarette in your mouth? That wasn't in. Batman. No, it's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Where did they get a load of me? Oh no, that was uh, pre. That was pre him, wasn't it? <laughs> Judith fires off a few rounds, which alerts Mark and Charnetsky. So yeah, so uh, she deafens everybody by shooting in a small room. It does uh, alert them, though, and they go and free them. Uh, Judith shows them her badge. Well, Charnetsky, first of all, assumes it's a cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, running around with a, a firearm, <laughs> as cats often do in America. Yeah. You can just get them, you see. It's a good film pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judith shows her that uh, badge, says to call the police and tell them there's an officer down, tell them it's a Code 30. And she's like, do you know how to use that gun to Charnetsky? He's poured a little pistol. And he says, I was in Korea. And that was it. She didn't ask anything else. No, yeah. I think um, he looks disgusted by the question. Mm. Yeah. 
He goes off to make the call anyway, and Mark and Judith, they wait inside the storage room. And... Yeah, why is, why is Mark now waiting in there as well? No idea. They say we can't, can't leave him here. He says, well, take him with you then. He's fucking handcuffed. Yeah. Why don't you all just go? Yeah. What the, what's the point of staying in the fucking storage room <laughs> at all? I was, I was like, and why is he now staying with you? He wasn't there before. He's, he's, only, just, he's only just got there. So why doesn't he go back with Charnetsky? Mm. You know, because then there's two and two. And then there's not just one person on their own who's obviously going to get killed. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> I wonder what happens to Charnetsky. <laughs> well, he goes to make the call. Uh, he does make it. Please turn up. Arrest Lincoln. And it's the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns out fiance is not dead. We're in a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Yeah, they get married. They have kids. Live happily ever after. And um, that's it. Yeah, great film. It's lovely. See you next week, everybody. Yeah. And then for their wedding... The, uh, they, they order chicken. Oh. Yeah, the reception. And Mark delivers it. Cash in and dick in mouth. That's how he turns up. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mark. No, what what actually happens, Ken? He goes to make the call, Charnetsky. And as Mark's like looking out the little window of the storage room, Grizzly Teddy hits Charnetsky with a baseball bat. He does, yeah. In the shins. Oh, it would hurt, but probably not knock you to the floor. You've got a tiny teddy bear yeah. hitting you with a baseball bat. Yeah, you'd probably go, oh, you fucking what's that? Yeah. That's probably the extent of the injury. You'd probably go, oh, you bastard. Yeah. That's it. But he falls to the floor instantly, backwards as well. Yeah, backwards. <laughs> falls backwards. And this bit made me laugh because uh, I thought he was like miles away. I thought he was like nearly back at his office, but it turns out they can still see him. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> not even turned a corner yet. He's like 10 feet from that, them. That's how slowly he's been walking around <laughs> back to his office. Yeah, honestly, I thought he was out of view. I thought they'd never know what happened to him until they went to look for him. But it turns out he can still see him. Yeah, Mark's watching on, isn't he? <laughs> oh, he's fallen over. Yeah, he says, oh, he must be drunk. And um, we meet baby Oopsie Daisy now with some of the worst voiceover work since the beginning of Jack Frost. Yeah, but uh, I think he's got some good lines. Yeah, like this one. He says, this, for, for opening lines, this is pretty good. Hi, you fat fuck. <laughs> I'm baby Oopsie Daisy. You lard ass. Will you be my special friend? I can walk. I can talk. I can even shit my pants. Which was one of the first things Ken said to me when I met him. <laughs> Can you shit your pants? <laughs> That's my standard greeting. <laughs> That's how Ken makes friends. That's me on Tinder. <laughs> Hi, you fat fuck. I'm baby Oopsie Daisy. You lord ass. Will you be my special friend? What the hell? I can walk. I can talk. I can even shit my pants. Huh? <gasps> Can you shit your pants? Playtime! Oh my god, somebody shot him! An oopsie daisy picks uh, up the gun, shouts playtime, and shoots Charneski in the knee. Which they're still watching. Mark's still watching all of this. And he says, someone shot him. Yeah, I love the way he delivers that line. Yeah. Oh my God, somebody shot him! <laughs> like Red Brown. Though. Yeah, he is, yeah. <laughs> a Red Brown impression. <laughs> oh my God, somebody shot him! Uh, Oopsie Daisy shoots at the door to keep Mark and Judith from helping him, and uh, Grizzly Teddy and Jack Attack, they, they turn up and go after him. Uh, Jack Attack bites him. Um, no, sorry, Grizzly Teddy starts biting his face. Yeah, bites him on the face. Jack Attack strangling him with his tail, and uh, Oopsie Daisy 
Stabs him in the dick with a knife. Yep, right in the balls. Sad penis again. Yeah, an old man's sad penis. Getting stabbed by a baby. Oh, it's a sad man's penis, sorry. We've got, to get, we've got to get this right for the merchandise. Yeah, not sad penis. <laughs> we've got to trademark this. <laughs> sad man's penis. Yes. Trademark. <laughs> you imagine that on a t-shirt, everybody. You'd run away at that, wouldn't you? <laughs> I was going to say coming soon. but <laughs> <laughs> That's on the back. Uh, <laughs> if we did a, f- a film called that, that would be the, the tagline. <laughs> uh, we, oh, hear the, dear. we hear the laughter of the green-eyed boy as we watch Baby Oopsie Daisy drag Charnetsky away ridiculously, like down the stairs. Very, and... very slowly, yeah. There's no way he's moving Charnetsky. He called him fat fuck for a reason. He's a very large man. Yeah. Not a chance. He, he actually says, you're heavy, you moby fucking dick. Yeah, he does. Fair enough. Imagine imagine asking Charnetsky uh, to do this, yeah, Peter Schrom, and then giving him the dialogue that's going to get aimed at him. Yeah. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah. He hasn't had much luck in these films, I has he? I always think that. I always think that when people, people like criticise other people's appearances and everything. What about that person? I know they're acting and everything, they get paid, but still, they must be aware. He must mm. be aware that he's very large. I'd like to think that he's the same guy from Terminator 2, and he quit that because of after what happened with Arnie. I'm going for a quiet <laughs> job at a warehouse. Yeah, I was in Korea, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah, I don't need this kind of shit from Terminators from the future. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the same universe, Demonic Toys and Terminator. <laughs> that was one of Charles Band's original ideas. <laughs> hey, film pitch, Demonic Toys versus Terminator. If we were doing a film pitch, but we're not, are we? No, that's true. Uh, we cut to one of the most unexpected character entrances you'll ever see, as we meet a runaway named Anne, who's been hiding in the air conditioning. Yeah, she just turns up, doesn't she? She yeah. just like, bursts out of the aircon. She's like, it's the toys. Someone's inside the toys. <laughs> It's a sad man's penis. <laughs> and Mark replies, Toys! we got to get out of here! <laughs> Do you have any idea what's going on out there? It's the toys. They're alive. Toys? Toys, did you see what they did to Charnetsky? Jesus Christ, they tore him apart! Quiet! we got to get out of here! Oh my God, somebody shot him! She reminded me of a grown-up version of the girl from Aliens. Yes, she, yeah. <laughs> they mostly come at night. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, she reminded me of her, except she looks totally different. Mark explains that the doors, they, d- they don't open until the morning, uh, but they can be open from the office. Let's go to the office. That's yeah. the plan. Judith doesn't believe any of this shit about demonic toys and knocks a load of building blocks off the table. Yeah, that's because she's so angry. Yeah, little children's spelling blocks. That's what they are. They spell out the, the word believe. Yeah, because she says, I don't believe this shit. Oh, Victor Meldrew. <laughs> that was his famous... <laughs> I don't believe this shit. <laughs> That's what he used to say. Yeah. yeah. Anne asks it, what does it want? And spells out death. And Mark asks, well, Mark says, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that just be a blessed relief? <laughs> Mark asks, who do they want dead? And you appears. Me? Yes, Bloody you. Hell. <laughs> can be wild. That's a bit harsh. Walking past. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say when I walk past. Like, huh? Me? <laughs> uh, Lincoln gets possessed. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, this is the convict, by the way. This is Lincoln the convict. Yeah, you remember him? Yeah, remember him. He's handcuffed in that. He gets possessed by the boy and turns into him in what, at one point, actually. Yep. Uh, Judith recognises him from her dreams as well. And he tells him that he needs their bodies, their flesh. And he needs Judith most of all. 
and then Lincoln turns back up and passes out. He's dubbed, isn't he, the boy? Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, I don't know. I I wouldn't like the boy, his normal voice. He's been in other shit, by the way, that boy. Yeah, he's in... Um, yeah, he's done quite a lot. Other horror films. Yeah, he's, stuff, he's done he? quite a lot of stuff, but uh, I just don't like him. No. <laughs> Judith can't, she can't leave Lincoln. Uh, she has to bring him in alive. So Mark and Anne, they head off to the office together through the vents instead. Through the vents to get there so they can open the doors. It's a plan. It's a simple plan and one that should work. If Mark wasn't such a whining little bastard, <laughs> all he does is moan, moan, moan. It's like, shut up. And just shouting constantly. Yeah, it's just like, Jesus. And I'll tell you what, you seen the size of those vents? Yeah. They are massive. Yeah. Remember Die Hard, when yeah. he was, like, cramped? Mm. Yeah. There's, there's two of them, they're side by side, the vents are that big. Yeah, and they're still miles <laughs> away from each other. Yeah, and they've still got time to talk, turn around, have a look, see what's going on. Brilliant. Lincoln, he wakes up. Judith's got her head in her hands, you know, obviously. It's like I was watching this. And uh, he's got a little tiny flick knife like you get from a Christmas cracker. He has, yeah. Yeah. In his sock, no yes. less. He's <laughs> keeping it in his sock. would he have sock? that? For, for special occasions. That looks absolutely pathetic, that flick knife. Like That would not do any damage to anyone ever. It'd be a minor inconvenience. Unless you're Charnetsky, you'd probably fall to the floor instantly. <laughs> yeah. But what he does use it for is to pick the lock on the handcuff. So that's how small the blade of this knife is, that it could fit into the key lock of a handcuff. Imagine Charnetsky in, in Korea. If he falls over, <laughs> the slightest provocation, yeah. constantly falling down. <laughs> Maybe he meant he just went on holiday. Maybe he meant he'd chosen a career. Oh, yeah. He said, it's my career. Is what he meant. We hear the demon kid again calling Judith's name. He calls her towards the dollhouse on the table. Magics are into it. Where he's sitting there, he's waiting for her. And reveals that he is the spirit of a demon who wants to become human. Aren't they all? And don't they all? But in order to do that, he, and has, aren't they all? he has to impregnate a woman so that his soul can transfer into the woman's egg. You know, I've used that line. <laughs> <laughs> Many a time. Usually works, you know, depends which one you go for. You go like the Feruza Balk way, yeah? Yeah, they love it. He says where at that point he has to eat the baby's soul and take over its shell. Yeah, you don't go that far, you don't say all that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't give him all that bit until afterwards. And he he gives us the line, at the moment of birth, I ride shotgun down the old birth canal. (laughs) Oh yeah! (laughs) (laughs) He also says we can do the nasty. You see, in order for me to take on a human form, I have to be born like a human. At the moment of birth, I ride shotgun down the old birth canal, and I come out instead, Judith. Or should I call you mom? What the hell are you talking about? You know. Have you forgotten so soon? What? You're pregnant. 31 days, to be exact. That's why I lured you here. Oh, no. Even now, I'm taking care of your friends in the air conditioning shafts. I've front them with them. No! Then I'll come for you. Then we can do the nasty. No! No! <laughs> but don't worry, Judith. The pain won't last long. I'll speed up the birth. You can be the proud mother of a brand new demon by sunrise. No! Then blood's really gonna run. If the baby doesn't survive the birth, he has to be buried like a seed. <laughs> and once grown, he will start the process all over again, and he cuts back 
to Halloween night, 1925. Oh, there's the connection. Is that the connection to Halloween? That's it, yeah. Yeah, that's it's fucking tenuous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last time he was born was 66 years ago. Oh, brilliant. And the baby didn't survive the birth because it looks like Mac from Mac and Me. <laughs> you ain't surviving that size. <laughs> no. Uh, so they throw him in a fucking ditch. <laughs> you actually see them just toss this baby into a ditch. But you, to be honest, it's very odd, that whole, that whole scene. <laughs> yes. That whole scene. Um, because it's like, um, it's 1925, as you said. It's a demon child. It's been born, but it's been born dead. And then some trick-or-treaters turn up at the house where this demon child's been born. Mm. They ask for some sweets, and what they get is a demon child's corpse wrapped in a blanket yeah. <laughs> instead. And they're like, oh, thanks. Yeah. You've not just got any candy or anything. They said, no, here's a dead baby. Go and bury it. Yeah. And they go, okay. And they break onto like a, a building site. Yeah, but why would you say okay? Why would you do this? As a kid, you just go to the next house instead and see if they've got candy instead of a dead baby or something. Well, they did go to that house, but they were scared away by Donald Pleasant in the bushes. (laughs) Hey, Lonnie. Hey, Lonnie. (laughs) So does that mean Halloween's also in the same universe as Terminator? Jesus Christ, this is incredible. What a crossover (laughs) we've got going on. What a three-way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, can't wait till we do another film, though. We can use that as a pitch. So we have to relate it. Somehow. Halloween, Demonic Toys and Terminator. Terminator 2. Yeah. yeah. Michael Myers versus a Terminator. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, they throw it in a ditch, and it turns out where they buried it was right underneath where they've just built this toy factory, or well, they're going to build the toy factory. Yeah, it's a building site, isn't it? Yeah. And then, then we cut back, and he says, Yeah, CC, I've been trapped here ever since. Couldn't get out until the blood from Hess bled into into until, the floor. Until his beautiful mullet woke me from my slumber by gently brushing my face. Yes. That's what he says. Uh, meanwhile, Mark and Anne, they're still in the vents. They spot three girls in gas masks and like... Um, oh yeah, they're on little tricycles, aren't they? Little and like, trikes. Yeah, a bit of the shining kind of thing about them to me. Yeah, a bit odd, aren't they? Mm. Apparently they're like watchdog sentry kind of things that, you know, just sort of go around looking at stuff. Anne says they aren't like the toys, they are hallucinations and can't hurt them. She ran into one earlier and it just disappeared. Yeah. And they, they pull up and just It's a point. bit of a risk to take, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, you don't know that until it happens. You're physically running into one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she was obviously looking for a fight at this point, Anne. Well, don't blame her. And they they pull up and point at them in the vents. Yeah, they see them. Because mm. that's their job. And that's when they're attacked by Mr. Static and Baby Oopsie Daisy. Yes. Oopsie Daisy stabs Mark in the leg. Yeah, straight away. Yeah. yeah, no messing about. Not, no cosmetic injuries here. That's a leg stab straight in. He says the same lines as he has done previously. You want to be friends and all that shite. Yeah, and of course um, what Mark does is realise that it's just a tiny little doll and just kicks it straight out the vent. Yeah. <laughs> because it's really small. Why he didn't do that before he got stabbed, I don't know. Because mm. he did see the doll before he got stabbed and just let it stab him in the leg. Then he thought, oh, hang on a minute, it's a doll, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so he just back kicks it straight out the vent. And uh, Mr. Static, he starts shooting his laser beams at Anne, who actually takes one into the elbow, which would have been excruciatingly yeah, painful. It really looks like it hurts. It's like because it's shooting lasers, but it's like bullet holes, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, the, the other guy got shot and he looked like he'd been shot by bullets. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shot in the elbow. Right in the bend of the yeah, elbow. Yeah, but she doesn't like, seem to even notice. No, she doesn't. No, no. She just kind of goes, ow, and then forgets about it for the rest of the film. Yeah. But. 
as luck would have it, they're actually right above the office anyway, so they just exit the vents. And he, they do knock the robot over, which totally incapacitates him. Yeah, very <laughs> easily knocks him yeah, over. Yeah, of course, you've got to remember, they are toys. Yeah. So, you know, it's very easy to do this kind of thing. Yeah, it knocks her over, then uh, Mark joins her in the, the office. Baby Oopsie Daisy and Mr. Static follow them. And as Mr. Static starts shooting lasers at them again... Really badly at this point. Yeah, they don't even like move out of the way, do they? No, because he's that shit at it. Uh, Mark uses his lighter and a can of bug spray as a flamethrower on the toys. Yeah, burns them. Yeah, you're fucking up my makeup, says Baby Oopsie Daisy. Yeah, not sure why I said that one. Uh, none of the phones work or the controls for the door, so Mark grabs uh, Charnetsky's uh, shotgun from his shotgun storage unit. Don't know why he would have that if he's a security guard. That's Big it, fucking uh, shotgun. America, mate. Yeah. They've all got him. I was a security guard, very disappointed to find out I wasn't given a shotgun. You say they get a bad rap, security guards in films. Is that the case with this with this man, Charnetsky? Well, yes, he's a, a caricature, isn't he? He's the classic fat, lazy, can't be asked to do me job, giving my goddamn chicken, reading pornography and watching horror films. Now, I'm not, <laughs> saying, I'm not saying I didn't do that. <laughs> but I'm not fat. Yeah. There you go. So in your so, face. Yeah, so, you know, it's not all not all that like that, you see. There you go. <laughs> but the rest of it, <laughs> the rest on. of it, yeah, bang on, yeah. <laughs> Every night. Didn't have a shotgun. Took a sword. Jack attack turns up and bites Anne in the neck. Yeah, smashes his head through a window, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, brilliant. I like, I like a bit of glass smashing. Uh, Mark helps her and gets attacked himself by the laughing little prick. And as Mark's busy getting bitten by the, the, the toy box, uh, Baby Oopsie Daisy, half-melted now, turns up saying, don't look now, and stabs Anne in the eye with a pen. Don't look now, of course. Uh, you mentioned Donald Pleasance. This is Donald Sutherland. Yes. Yes, in the film that I watched, waiting for him to do that point thing that he does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which wrong fucking film. <laughs> it's a long film, that. Don't look now. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting more from that. <laughs> Very scenic though, isn't it, Venice? It's beautiful. It looks lovely. Yeah. A waste of my time. As <laughs> <laughs> he stabs her multiple times in the eye as well with that pen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit little bit violent, isn't it? Mm. Mark finally shoots Jack Attack's head off with a shotgun anyway, and that's the end of Jack Attack. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lincoln, he manages to escape whilst Judas in the dollhouse, wakes up, sees he's gone, and then we get a bit of blue for the dads. Oh yes. Miss July, she's back dressed like uh the little girls on the tricycles before. I mean, before she was actually a child and then grows up like in front of his eyes, which is kind of weird, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, strips off, naked, and dances around a bit for Mark. Yep. And then changes into the corpse of Anne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a roller coaster for him there, wasn't it? Sad penis. Yeah, that's Mark. Uh, and then starts laughing, and it's got the demon kids laugh, and it's the demon kids messing with him. Decided to dress up like a naked Playboy model. Yeah, that's demons. They can take any form they want. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like that most of the time, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a demon, I'd waste my time doing all this shit. Just <laughs> be stood in front of the mirror. <laughs> Lincoln catches up to Mark and is about to kill him when Judith appears and shoots Lincoln in the head. Hmm. And uh, Mark says, I thought you said you wanted to bring him in alive. Um, after being shot in the head, um, he still manages to say, just when things started to get interesting. Yeah. He's been shot in the head. He's like, I don't, the I don't think you can 
still say quips and what give us one liners after that. Yeah, and Mark says, I thought you said you wanted to bring him in alive, and she says, I lied. Classic. Lincoln, though, he sits up, eyes open, starts singing in the demon kid's voice, and that this is too much for Mark. And Mark just uses the shotgun as a baseball bat and knocks his fucking head off. Clean off. Clean off. How the hell? <laughs> How? How's that even happened? It's a clean, like... Yeah, it's exactly. He just knocks his head off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> I'm not sure you can do. It's got a neck made of soft cheese. Soft cheese and the shotgun's made of knife. <laughs> <laughs> or somewhat. He goes off the rails a bit, Mark, after that. When he is that the demon kid wants due this unborn yeah, child. Again, yeah. Because he's not been the most calm, has he? He's not been the most stable Ever person. since he left the chicken place, where he left there as the heroic cool guy... He's just been an absolute mess of a freak ever since. He's just been crying to everything. Remember the early 90s when the heroic cool guy would say about sucking his manager's dick? (laughs) (laughs) This thing came to me in my mind, told me what he wanted. He he wants to take over my unborn child. Why the hell does he need the rest of us? Because each death makes him more powerful. Well, that's great. That's just fucking perfect. I have to get my head blown off because some junior demon has a fucking heart off for you! It's not my fault! Maybe I should just save him the trouble and kill myself. Why don't you? Shut the fuck up! I want to talk to you, motherfucker! Oh my god, somebody shot him! Incidentally, when Anne comes out of the vents for the first time, she criticises his appearance. Saying that polyester and leather is a great look. It's yeah. like, fuck you, you're homeless. You've just been living in the vents. I ain't taking that shit from you. It would have been good if that was the line yeah. delivered back to her. <laughs> well, why wouldn't fuck it? Fuck you, you're homeless. <laughs> that was one of Ken's films. It was a sequel to Fuck Me, I'm Homeless. <laughs> yeah, which that was, was it. That was a charity me and Ken set up. <laughs> we thought we could give t shirts to homeless people with that written on it. Raise awareness. Yeah, it was the uh, the guy from Undefeatable. He, he, his charity, his homeless charity, which was Bum something, wasn't it? What, what was it? Bum wank. <laughs> I'm almost certain it wasn't. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Just had it written on a t-shirt. For our Christmas dinner. We just sit there at Christmas table at your nan's house with <laughs> bum wankering on your shirt. Thanks for my shirt, nan. <laughs> I got it from a charity shop, love. <laughs> uh, anyway, where, where we got to on this? It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. Speaking of that kid, we see him. He's in a black robe now, sitting in the pentagram. He's got the candles all round him. They, the candles light themselves, don't they, basically, as yeah. he's sitting in there. And, yeah. um, and hang on a minute, what's this? It's a little toy soldier. Yeah, this is this, probably the best like um, special effects of the film. Yeah, a little toy soldier suddenly comes to life. Yeah, it's like a little, like, um, what's he dressed like? Like a nutcracker or something, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, a toy soldier, yeah. yeah. Drummer boy's soldier. Yeah, drummer boy, that's it, yeah. Uh, suddenly, all the toys around them come to life, Judith and Mark. And uh, they start shooting, and this scene lasts fucking forever, this bit. 
It's just like a close-up of them shooting and then toys exploding. Yeah, just random toys, not even ones that are alive. Like yeah. Cuba Gooding Jr., he's gone. Yeah. He's out of there. Blow him up. Collectible item as well, then. I know, they are, and yeah. like, A lot of them are just like... Because a lot of them were destroyed in this incident. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And a lot of them are just like toys that some, you can just see someone's just moving it like they're not actual like... Uh, no. <laughs> no, you can't. If you're looking at that, you're a pedant. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are real toys moving. Baby Oopsie Daisy, that gets shot and its head rolls off. Then Mark also blows up Mr. Static. In fact, I think Mark pretty much kills all the toys. I don't think Judith really does anything in this No, film. and yet he was just about to kill himself, wasn't he? Grizzly Teddy turns up and Judith puts him down with a few shots. Baby Oopsie Daisy's head starts talking. You can't kill me. I can't believe it. Mother of Satan. Could this be the fucking end of baby Oopsie Daisy? So fucking what? Oh my God, somebody shot him! Why are they trying to kill Judith? Because they need her. That's the whole point is that she's the next mother. Yeah. She's going to give birth to this demon. So why on earth are they attacking her? It's almost as well like they have nothing to do with the demon. Like they're just doing their own thing and the demon's just also there. Yeah, he's just sat in a circle, isn't he? Yeah, because like no point in a circle, not doing anything. Yeah, no point do the toys interact with the demon or anything like that. They're just like killing people and then also there's a demon there trying to get his end away. Yeah, well, do the nasty. Meanwhile, Grizzly Teddy turns into a massive fucking, like, man-sized dog. He does, yeah. Um, Awful looking, this fucking thing. When it turns in, actually ends up turning into, like, Michael Jackson's werewolf from the Thriller video. (laughs) Chases after Judith, anyway. And Judith gets trapped, is about to kill herself, uh, when the toy soldier turns up and helps her escape. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah, just beckons her. Beckons her with a little holographic arm. Yeah. Why does she not even try that door? It just opens the door, doesn't it? Yeah. The soldier just like opens the door. It's like, what, she didn't even try it. Yeah, she's going to kill herself. Yeah, (laughs) she's about to commit suicide, but she just open the door instead and leave. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, thankfully she doesn't kill herself and she just leaves via the open door. And instantly loses sight of the toy soldier. He's gone. But who she does instead bump into is uh, her old dead partner. Remember him from the beginning? And fiancé. Matt. And he says, Hey, Jude. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me... No, come on. You know I only have eyes for you. And then pulls his own eyes out of his own head. Because it's such a ridiculous line that you don't say in this situation. Obviously, something eye-related is happening. Yeah. He does, yeah. He pulls out his own eyes. And that's enough to make her pass out. And he ties her up, takes her to the pentagram, tied up. And it's Mark's turn to save her now. The, the, the yeah, little Mark, demon kid's Mark's there. He's back up now, isn't he? Monologuing away. And Mark turns up to save her, but he's attacked by a grizzly teddy. Oh, yes. Um, uh, incidentally, the kid is now a grown man. Because yeah. uh, we're not having uh, a child have sex with uh, Judith. Yeah. Not in this film. What's wrong? I'm your son, Michael. He does manage to um, kill the grizzly teddy monster by getting in his car. Because remember, he, dr- he actually drives his car in. Yep, so he's got a massive chicken car in the middle of a warehouse now with a bear attacking him. Yeah. Yeah, classic. But yeah, he, he gets in his car and drives into the grizzly teddy and pins him up against the wall by crashing his car into it. Classic, classic night. I wonder what his manager's thinking. Yeah. Back, the at, f- back at the chicken place. Yeah, where thinking, the fuck's he gone? Fuck's Mark gone? It's been ages. He's fucking got my dick still. <laughs> yeah, hope he brings my dick back. <laughs> Relax. 
I'm going to make you give birth to me, Judith. You might even enjoy this. First, I'm going to crawl on top of you and do the nasty. Then I'll be inside your womb. It's very like, yes, we we understand, we know. You don't need to be that descriptive. Fucking hell. Yeah, and then we'll push me out of your vagina that's swollen to three times its normal size. You're like, oh. Let me shotgun in down the birth canal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but the toy soldier, he turns up, shoots uh, the, the devil guy. In the face. In the face, yeah. yeah. He does, before good. he does look at him, he says, oh, no, it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, because he thought he'd killed them all. He's got a tiny little gun, the uh, toy soldier. He has, yeah. He shoots, he's just like... <laughs> he's like, oh, ouch. Yeah. Frees Judith, cuts her free, and then turns into a real boy dressed in little drummer boy outfit and a big tall hat. It's the same boy that was playing cars, wasn't it, in the dream? Yeah. You know, playing the war game. Yeah. Yeah. And the demon, he transforms back into his own child form as well, and the two kids have a really shit fight. Yeah. Little kids, aren't they? Little kids having a fight, yeah. Yeah. Little slappy fight. Mm. Idiots. And as the demon's about to kill the boy soldier, um, Judith stabs him in the back with a sword. Mm. The little drummer boy sword that he had. I'll tell you one thing I'm not sure about. Why does Mark blow his own car up? I don't know, he does. He petrol bombs his own <laughs> why, car. Why is he? he doing that? No idea. He's already killed the bear, hasn't he? He's yeah. run him over, then he's run him into a smashed him into a wall, and then he just blows his own car up. It's yeah. like why has he done that? Plus they're trapped in a fucking warehouse. Yeah. You're be setting a it's big like, fire like that. You already established you can't get out. So you're gonna set fire to it now using the biggest incendiary device you could find, which is a vehicle that you could have got out in. Yeah. Still. Also, blow it blow it up. Also seems highly unlikely that there would be no way out of that place. Like no. Not everything can Charnetsky's be... got it locked down, hasn't he? <laughs> not everything can be controlled by, like... Just Charnetsky. Charnetsky, exactly, yeah. But anyway, yeah, he does. He sets fire to his own fucking car, just yeah. to make sure. The kid dies. <laughs> not sure what he's making sure of, though. Fuck knows. <laughs> he hated that car. He hated that chicken. It's got a massive chicken on it. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to cook it. He's also got a chunky style written on the side of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the sword through the kid's back, he he dies and gets sent back to hell. And before heading back to heaven, the boy soldier tells us, because we're all wondering who the fuck this kid is. Oh yeah, of course we are. He reveals that he's the spirit of the son she's going to have. Holy shit. It's like, who are you and what is your name, says Judith. (laughs) Like fucking cool cat. (laughs) Identify yourself, (laughs) shouts Mark. And he says, well, you haven't named me yet. And Judith says, awesome! <laughs> Mark turns back up. She He disappears anyway, this little kid. And yeah, back into says, the little, see you in eight months. Yeah, turns back into a little, you know, toy soldier. Judith hugs it. Mark says, who the hell are you talking to? And she says, my yeah. little boy. My little boy. She puts the little soldier down. My little buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shut up, Mark. Puts the toy soldier down, waves at us, disappears, and then Mark and uh, Judith realise they're trapped inside with a massive fucking fire. Yeah, and burned to death. <laughs> burned to death, yeah. <laughs> yeah, chunky style. <laughs> and that's the end of the film. Yeah, it finishes. That's it.
What did you think? I liked it. Yeah? I liked it. It wasn't too long. <laughs> not too long, obviously. No, that's the Puppet Master reference. It wasn't <laughs> overly long. It was, you know, enough happened, I guess. None of it made sense, like, but enough happened to keep you going. Yeah, I mean, this is director video, isn't it, this film? Of course it bloody is. You can get this at a <laughs> cinema, are you? How many of these are there? How many demonic toys films were there? It was about, about six or seven, wasn't there? I think so. There's definitely yeah, like yeah. crossovers. Yeah, I know, I know they did crossover ones. As demonic well. toys versus Puppet Master. Demonic toys versus Dollman. Dollman as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Not not as many as the Puppet Master films. Obviously, they they went on and on. They had, they had one not too long ago yeah. as well. Was that like a like a reboot? Yeah, or, yeah. I quite like that one. Um, body count. How many do you reckon? It can't have been that much. Hang on, are we including the toys they shot? No. No? Uh, three. Five. Ooh. Three of them were killed by, by the toys. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Hang on. Fiance, four. Who's the other one? Lincoln, Hess, Matt, Charnetsky, Anne. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair dues then. Yeah. And just turned up just so she could be on the body count. There's no way someone's living in a vent in a fucking toy factory. No, not with Charnetsky on the scene. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he'd be all over it. Even he could have probably fitted in those vents. They were that big. That's why they're that big. Just in case he had to (laughs) rummage around in there. Because he often does. Yeah. (laughs) That's why he wants extra honey. He greases himself up and he slides through the vents. That's a horror (laughs) film in itself. Fucking greased up Charnetsky. Yeah. Peter Shrum greased up. Sliding through vents <laughs> <laughs> near you. <laughs> what, what, where does this rank for you amongst the uh, the Charles Band? It, it's not as good as Puppet Master. I mean, I, I really like Puppet Master. The first one I really like. The second one I actually really like as well. Uh, they did get a bit silly when the puppets became the good guys. But if you're going to introduce the Nazis, you can't have the Nazis as good guys, can you? That's <laughs> that's an unpopular take on things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I didn't really like it when they became the good guys and that, but uh, I mean, obviously Charles Band did. What was the other one? Blood Dolls. That was good fun. Um, that's good fun just because one of them's got a massive head. That's funny. Head of the family. That's that's he's got a massive head as well. Yeah, he looks like the bad guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, Krang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I quite like that. We should cover that for the podcast. I think we should as well. Yeah. Um, we'll probably do all of Charles my, my friend used to work at a video shop and uh, he gave me two or three minutes to find the worst film that I could find and uh, it was that one Head, Head of, of the Family, family yeah <laughs> and I, I, was, I went straight to the uh, two for like two pound section for rental I thought it's got to be in here hasn't it? and I just looked through and I saw Head of the Family 18 certificate Pulled it off the uh, the shelf, had a little look, and I thought, that's it, job done, there we go. Showed him it. He was like, how do you do that? <laughs> I was like, thank you very much. Even back then, he was in training for this podcast, yeah. Kenneth. Rented it, loved it. Some would say he's always been in training for this podcast. Damn right I have. It's a way of life. <laughs> it's not just a passing phase. And with that, I guess we bring this episode to a close, unless there's any other business. It was very nice, very brief. I think uh, I think we've done all right there. We've covered it. We give Charles Band his heads up. Richard Band, of course, his brother, doing all the music. Yes. Yeah, as as always on these films. Yeah. Uh, specific mention for Tracy Scoggins, of course, who played Judith with uh, Nipples on View. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. 
<laughs> what did you think to this week's episode? Have you seen Demonic Toys? Where does it rank for you amongst Charles Band's uh, output? Let us know. The email address, badmoviecult at gmail.com. Have you got a full moon subscription? Are you the other person who's keeping them afloat? <laughs> <laughs> there can't be many people out there doing it. Yeah. Are you single? If so, get in touch with Ken's mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You want to discuss this week's episode with other cult members? You can. You just need to search for the Bad Movie Cult discussion group on Facebook. All links will be available in the show notes. And if you enjoyed the podcast and are wondering how the hell do we support these young upstarts, these young bucks, these fine figures of humanity, these couple of sad penises. (laughs) Yeah, these chunky-style chicken-with-honey freaks. All you need to do is, is... like, follow, or subscribe to us on whatever platform it is you're listening to us on. And if you can, leave us a rating or review. It's a massive help in getting us found by new listeners. We appreciate it very much. Thank you. Of course we do. Yes, thank you. You can find all previous episodes as well as written reviews of films not covered on the podcast on our website. That's www.badmoviecult.com. You could buy some of our charity t-shirts <laughs> <laughs> that we're starting off. Yeah, what was it? Bumwank. Bumwank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> say so join us next week. We're in the middle of our little Halloween run, so this was the first of the horror films we'll be covering. Next week we're doing a proper one. Are we? Yes, we're going to be covering the Blair Witch Project. Ooh. Scary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch a film about people camping in the woods and scaring themselves, then do so. Yeah, and then yeah. come and listen to us talk about people camping in the woods and scaring themselves. Yeah, we might be scared. We might be too scared. We might be dead. We might <laughs> yeah. not even do it. Well, here's open. It's the risk you've got to take, isn't it? But if you are still alive, and we are as well, we'll see you next week right here on the Bad Movie Cult Podcast. See ya, bye. Goodbye now. Oh my God, somebody shot him!